Netke has shrugged off challenges resulting from the tough macroeconomic environment. The private healthcare group delivered on all operational and strategic targets over the past financial year, resulting in adjusted headline earnings per share jumping 27%. Group CEO Richard Friedland joins us now to discuss the numbers further. Thank you so much for your time, uh, Richard. Of course, a continued improvement there. What are you most encouraged by in these annual results? Well, thanks very much, Zinati. I think what we're encouraged by is the fact this was the first real year after the terrible COVID pandemic that we were able to return to normal operations uh, and patients returned to our facilities. Our occupancies in the last six months have increased higher than those of the pre-COVID period. But I think what we were most encouraged by was the fact that despite the very challenging operating environment we're operating under, hyperinflationary input costs, a collapse of the grid, huge challenges with service delivery, interest rates at a 14-year high, we were able to eke out very significant operational efficiencies. Thanks primarily to our long-term digitization program, we saved 104 million rand. Thanks too to our 10-year-old energy sustainability program. You know, we are now today utilizing 39% less electricity than we did in 2013. And over the 10-year period, we've saved 1.4 billion. We're rolling out a digital platform across all of our hospitals. We're almost complete. And it ends the first phase of a very exciting strategy to begin communicating with patients, sharing their results with them and making them co-responsible and equal partners in their healthcare. Ah, I mean, Richard, uh, you talk about a normalization of the environment and that this is the first full year that you're operating uh, free from COVID. But are there any trends from that time that have maybe remained persistent and, of course, that are affecting your operations at this point? No, not at this stage. And at the time, we were very concerned about something called long COVID. Yeah. We think that most of those consequences are, are able to be treated at a primary care level. Zenati, I will tell you what does worry us. Yeah. We're seeing an escalation on an ongoing basis of mental health um, conditions. Yeah. It's emblematic of the enormous stress that South Africans are under. And in fact, people are globally living in the kind of world we are at the moment. I don't believe we have the solutions. Mm -hmm. Using our data and the rich data we've now got from digitization, we're beginning to understand better if the programs we've put in in ACESA are working. Fortunately, they are, but we've got lots of improvements and the data is guiding us. But I would say that mental health is an enormous long-term challenge. Um, not just in South Africa, but globally. Yeah, indeed. Um, you mentioned digital, digitization. And of course, I want to zoom into your strategic projects. Um, they cost you 258 uh, million uh, rand this year. Talk to me about the dynamics uh, driving these projects. But also, have they started paying off more than your costs in your earnings and margins uh, in, this, in this reporting period? So not more than we yes. break even in the second half of next year on digitization. Okay. And that project will be significantly earnings accretive, not in the 24 year because it happens in the second half of 24, mm. but beyond that. Um, and um, we believe there are enormous advantages of digitizing our clinical records, 
of digitizing across all of our seven operating platforms, Medicross, Cancer Care, Emergency Services, um, Occupational uh, Healthcare, and obviously a CASA in the hospitals. But the biggest advantage for us in this program is our ability to now give patients their records and say, look, here are your records. They matter to you. Play an active role in your healthcare, yeah. because if you don't treat your hypertension, your high blood pressure, you will end up with a stroke. If you don't treat your high sugar, your sugar diabetes, you will have a heart attack. Let's help you in that process. Yeah. And so we want to develop that relationship with patients to be able to engage with them, to be able to retain them. And that's been shown in the United States when patients are engaged, they're five to six times more likely to stay within a network. They feel they're getting value for money because tests aren't being replicated and they're more compliant. And so it's absolutely germane to our strategy of person-centered health and care um, that is digitally enabled and data-driven. And the data we're producing now is enabling us to improve our safety of our patients within our hospitals and inform our doctors as to what's the best treatment protocols. Yeah, all right. Well, Richard, as we wrap up the conversation, I mean, you've been very serious about your capital expenditure. You spent 1.5 billion uh, this year, and uh, there's 1.4 billion that has been set aside for FY24. So what do the uh, CapEx allocation focus points look like for the next financial year? So most of our CapEx will go on repairs and maintenance. Mm-hmm. and. We have enormous portfolios, as you know, 49 hospitals, nearly 70 primary care facilities, 14 mental health facilities, nine cancer yeah. facilities are continuing. So most of that is purely on maintenance and repairs. There's a small amount of that that will go into expansion capex. Uh, about 77 million will go into our environmental sustainability programs. And then we also have uh, another 123 million that goes to complete um, the rollout of our digital programs as well. Ah, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time and unpacking those numbers that came out of Netcare earlier on, Richard. Uh, that was uh, Netcare CEO Richard Friedland.